Yeah. All right. Let's let's say our prayers, family. Father, thank you for this opportunity to come together. Please bless this opportunity and bless it to the nourishment of our spiritual selves. Open up our eyes. Open up our ears. We yield our hearts up to you. Holy Spirit, please come among us, come upon us, well up within us. Teach us, guide us, and open up the Word of God to us. Reveal the Word of God to us. Fill us with revelation and all. Astound us. And let the Word in Jesus' name we ask this. Amen. 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 Okay. I don't want any touching going on over there. There's no touching. There better not be any contact. There's no contact. Social distance. <laughs> we have a full house tonight. Yes, we do. We got a full house. All right. Uh, verse 16. I'm going to go ahead and get started. Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? They zealously affect you. But not well. Yea, they would exclude exclude you that ye might affect them. He's saying certain people are seeking your favor, but they don't have an honorable uh, object. They don't have a, a, an honorable purpose behind their, their seeking your favor. No, indeed, they want to isolate you so that you will have to seek their favor. And indeed... We see that same purpose used in Christianity today. They want to isolate us one from another so that we need them. Yeah. So that they can keep us to their own denominations, to their own, so that they, so that they control the tithing, so they control the directives. <laughs> today, Today, our church got a directive from the headship of the United Methodist Church. You know that our church was supposed to break off right. and go independent. But because of this COVID thing, there was a stay of execution on the final hearing. And they immediately, instead of saying, oh, we'll have it next month, they said, we'll have it next year. Uh -uh. And then they sent out a directive today that said, we're going to be in agreement with uh, the governor of, of Virginia on this. And, uh, and, and we're not going to hold any services for another 30 days. And anyway, it was, it was a, it was a letter that basically said the United Methodist church was going to, was going to do whatever the liberal government was doing and follow and that everybody else would follow suit or else. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as I read this verse, I, I'm reminded of my conversation um, today about that. And, you know, the, I, I don't mind people being cautious. I don't mind people 
taken extra precautions. None of those. I, I within reason, you guys all know me. Within reason, <coughs> we could take precautions. I don't believe in being scared, but but at the same time, I don't believe if if Christians are being persecuted and slaughtered, I don't believe that we should go hold our services in the park in front of everybody. Yeah. You know, so so there's there's a little wisdom and caution that 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 is that is perfectly understandable. Um, but I but I I have a real problem with the bride of Christ taking directions from anyone but Jesus. Right. That's what I have a problem with. He continues in verse 18, he says, but it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing. And not only when I'm present with you. He says, he says, it's always a fine thing to have people interested in you. If it's for the right cause. And not only when I'm going to be with you, but always. Or another translation says, don't think that I'm jealous. It's a grand thing that men should be keen to win you over, whether I'm there or not, provided it's for the truth. My little children, of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. In a Another translation that says, for my, for my children you are, and I am in travail with you over again until you take the shape of Christ. In other words, he is, he is keeping them in his womb, in his spiritual womb. He is nourishing them. He's praying over them. He's protecting them spiritually. He cares for them, and, and he is... He is Using his spiritual resource, his his feeling, his his emotion, his uh, his caring and love for them, he spread it over them in prayer, and and in spiritual um, continuity, or or you know teaching them as a mentor would, until such time as they're birthed in the likeness of Christ. I desire to be present with you now and to change my voice for I stand out of you. He says, how I wish I could be there with you now and not have to reason with you like this. For at this distance, I frankly don't know what to do. In other words, he's saying, look, if I was there, I'm sure I could look you all in the face and I, I could straighten this out. But as I have to write a letter about it, I'm pained to try to get it through to you clearly what I'm saying, how, how you need to understand this. Tell me, ye that desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? He says, tell me, you want to still be subject to the law. Why do you not listen to the law? For it's written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid, the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh, and he of the free woman by the promise. Which things are an allegory, or 
like I say, it's a layer, it's a shadow, it's an image. Uh, for, for these are the two covenants, the one from Mount Sinai, which genders to bondage, which is Agar. <coughs> for this Agar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answers to Jerusalem, which now is and is in bondage with her children. Uh, another translation of that says, all this is allegorical for the for the women represent the two covenants. One originates on Mount Sinai, bears children destined for slavery. This is Hagar. For the word Hagar in Arabia signifies exactly that, Mount Sinai. And she answers to the earthly name Jerusalem, for she is in bondage with her children. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. For it's written, <coughs> Rejoice thou barren, and bearest not. Break forth and cry, Thou that travailest not, for the desolate hath many more children than she which hath an husband. That translation, which we all need a translation, including me on that one, says, Because the scripture says, Rejoice, O barren women, who have never born a child break into a shout of joy you never knew a mother's birth pangs for the deserted wife shall have more children than she who has lived with a husband that's the bride that's the bride she'll have more children than any woman who had a husband in the flesh now we brethren as Isaac was, are the children of promise. Or for, as for ourselves, brothers, we, like Isaac, are children that were born into the fulfillment of the promise. What promise? The promise for Abraham. And the promise that Jesus gave us. That if we believe in him, we'd have eternal life. That if we'd repent and believe in him. But as then, he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit. Even so it is now. Yet at that time, the child born in the course of nature persecuted the child born by the power of the Spirit, and it is the same now. There's the, there's the part that you, uh, that you were talking about, Mom, that he persecuted us. Yes. So then, brethren... We are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. You see then, my brothers, we are no slave woman's children. Our mother is the free woman. And that's the end of the chapter. Mm -hmm. I'm having a hard time with the part up there that's, uh, let's see, the 24 through 24. Six about Jerusalem being the, the the Mount Sinai in Arabia that Hagar means the same thing as Mount Sinai in Arabia, and yet it corresponds to the present day Jerusalem. Those under the law, those under the law who decided to keep themselves under the law. Than they're of the flesh, so he he transitions from from 
the physical locations in the world, he says there's there's that's Mount Sinai. That corresponds to Hagar. In fact, Hagar's name in Arabian means Mount Sinai. It's the same, it's the same word. Okay. And he says, and this is like Jerusalem. And 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 I think what he's doing there is he's transitioning to 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 the to the nature that he's pointing out. He's saying those who choose to be under the law, then they're in the flesh. Just like at that time, what he was fighting was all those who were of Jerusalem, all the circumcised that were rejecting Christianity because they'd rather be under the law or because they couldn't accept Christ as their Messiah. No? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Let's ask you now. All right. I've got, all right. That's where I get it from. Out of the, that's okay. the uh, tree of life version. Uh-huh. But this, but this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to the present Jerusalem. For she is in slavery along with her children. Yes. But, but the Jerusalem above is free. She is our mother. I am totally at a loss. He says he's talking about the natural Jerusalem in verse 25. He's talking about the natural Jerusalem, the Jerusalem that subjects itself to the law. All right. Then in verse 26, uh, the, the NEB version gives a little clarity on what's confusing you. He says, but the heavenly or the spiritual version of Jerusalem is the free woman. She is our mother. So he's juxtapositioning the natural against the spiritual. He's right. separating the natural and the spiritual, and he's doing it on purpose because he's trying to point out to the Galatians, you who were spiritual are now trying to go back to the natural. Yes, you're trying to go back to slavery. So so he is deliberately going through each one of these things and, and facing them off the natural versus the spiritual. The the so worldly versus the heavenly. Of the, spirit, the mother of us all that is in Jerusalem in the heavens. So he says the earthly Jerusalem, the earthly mm-hmm. Jerusalem, and that is the worldly people, those that, those that reject Christ, they're not spiritual. Okay. The, the verse yeah. 25 is what he's talking about. And, and they're in bondage. They are in bondage. And then he and then he flips that on its ear and he says, he says, but the heavenly and spiritual Jerusalem, he's flip, he's looking at the, the other side of it, is the free woman. She is our mother. Because just like Paul, there are those who came from there are those from from the from Israel from the Jews and became Christian. She is our mother. Let me let me uh, let me let me emphasize that one word. He's saying he's saying in verse 26, he says, but the heavenly and spiritual Jerusalem is the free woman. She is our mother, our the Christians. She is our mother. OK. OK, 
All right. I got it better. Because I got it better. Because all of all of of Christendom is the bride of Christ, and Israel is the bride of God. So so as we transition, God can't divorce one bride and have another. He has to bring his bride or the element of his bride out from the natural and separate the spiritual and the natural. Right. And that's, and that's the born again. And that's the born again. Oh. This is a little off so subject, but it is about Israel. Uh, they've had three elections last year and still don't have a quorum is that what yep. it's called uh i think they lack two seats i did not know that uh israel uh, jerusalem or israel israel was full of arabs oh yeah until our church in corpus went over and built three bomb shelters at a cost of somewhere around a hundred and something thousand dollars uh and they witnessed mostly to Arabs and not not uh, Jewish. Yeah. Well, so it, it was quite interesting. It is, but if you think about it, Turkey, which a lot of people don't know, because everything you hear in the news about Turkey would indicate that it is strictly a Muslim territory. Turkey was was and is one of the birthplaces of Christianity, one of the strongholds of Christianity. Mm. Hundreds of thousands of Christians have been slaughtered in Turkey. Yeah. Yes. That is where Paul was from. Yes. Tarsus. Tarsus was in Turkey. Yes. Very interesting, isn't it? Yep. Well, anyway, I, I'm I'm kind of wondering how this is going to set in with uh, future times with this situation going on. It's all going to shake out. Yeah, it is. No, I, it is. I said I'm kind of wondering. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard. There's so much stuff going on right now, Dad. The best the, – the, I I can't even begin to get my head wrapped around everything that's going on. Well, I'm trying to listen to good stuff, but boy, I tell you what, it's it's hard. It's hard. There's a lot of bad stuff out there, and it's yeah. But that's how we hold on to our faith. Well, I want to tell everybody hi, <laughs> and uh, it's been a great day. Uh, we had a beautiful day today. Yes. Lots of sunshine. Father, we come tonight thanking you for this word, for your word. And thank you, Lord, for our family and all of our extended family, Father. And Father, we just are so grateful for each one and want to see, Lord, our children and grandchildren, great-grandchildren have tremendous lives in Christ. And Father, as they were coming out of Egypt and in the desert, 
they were told very clearly by Moses, you teach your children who will teach their children who will teach their children. Father, we aren't, we haven't done that. It's been missed. And Father, we thank you tonight that uh, we have several Christians in our family. Lord, we have a lot that don't know you. There's a lot of professions of knowing you, but their fruits don't show. Lord, I just lift up Sky and Maria to you, Lord, that you will so move in their hearts. Bless their home with the peace of God, the shalom. And I lift up Jacob and Ray to you, Father, and ask you to bless them. Just move in Tannis' heart, Lord. Guide him in the spirit and draw him back to you, Father. We ask you, Lord, to bless and touch Aaron and Elise. Direct their hearts, Father. And lift up John. Father, move in his life. Give him that freedom, Father, that he needs. Let him be, oh God. I claim for him victory and hope and joy, peace. I lift Olivia to you, Father. I ask you to bless her life and her walk. Make her strong, Father. I pray for Gwen. I ask God that you bless my wife and strengthen her. Thank you, Father, for the hope that we have together in the future. Thank you, Lord, for all you do in our hearts. I ask you, Lord, to bless all of our family. Direct us, Father, in everything that we do and guide us and keep us full and free. Free indeed. And Lord, we lift up our churches. And I see, Father, what this 5013C can do to churches and control. I asked my pastor about it, and he said, Yes, we are 5013s, but I'm not going to obey anything outside of God. I don't know how one can form and operate today without that, but Father, it's in your hands anyway. And we just lift up our churches to you, Father, and pray, Lord, that they will come out from under any control of the government, come out from under any control of authority, Lord, that isn't in you. And I pray, Lord, for freedom of our children of God who walk with you, Father. I ask you, Lord, to bless our churches, bless our pastors. I pray for our cities, Father, God, that they will become cities, not of refuge for the enemy, but the refuge of hope. I pray, Father, for our judge, judges in all of the country. Ask God that they will be righteous judges. I pray for our mayors, our governors, our state senates, Father our county 
leaders. Father, it's so important that we have men and women that know you, Lord, in office. And so, Father, we just come tonight thanking you, Lord, for what you're going to do, Father, in this nation. Very clearly, Lord, you said, if my people who call themselves by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I will heal the land. And Father, this does not talk about the lost. It talks about us living right. And may we truly walk by faith in you, Father, trusting you for everything. And we just give you praise, Lord. You're gracious, loving, and kind. You are a righteous Father, hopeful. Father, I pray for our president. God, just touch his heart. Lead him in mighty works. I pray for our Congress and our Senate, Lord, that you will clean them up. Remove, oh God, the dross and fill their hearts with goodness and mercy and desire to bless this country. We just give you thanks, Lord, tonight. I ask you to touch Israel, Father. Bring peace to Israel. You said pray for the peace of Israel. So this we do, Father. We just give you thanks in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Y'all be blessed. All right, you guys have a good night. Love you. Good night, baby. Good night.